0: Welcome guys, this is actually the first episode of my podcast. So we are going to, we're going to go through the book of 1st John here and we're just going to read it plainly. I'm going to be reading it out of the New Living Translation and before you say, oh, well, I'm a King James Version only guy or girl, well. Here's how I look at translations, okay? We all know about the New International Version (laughs) and all the other ones. But here's the thing with that, okay? As long as you understand what the Bible is talking about, what version you read does not really matter. Now, me, this is just a personal preference, but I started out reading out of the well when I fully gave myself to the Lord I, I started out reading the King James Version why? because that's just me I wanted I wanted the raw edition to say the least <laughs> so another thing is one, one translation I do not recommend is the Passion Translation and I'm sure you could all look up what that is about. (laughs) It's basically one guy who translated the entire Bible while he's trying to, so avoid that translation. Anyways, I read out the New Living Translation because to me, I understand that more than any of the other versions. I'm not Saying not to you, not to read other translations. By all means, read what's going to make sense to you, because the Word of God never changes. Anyways, we're gonna start off reading the entire book, (laughs) First John. I, how I read the Word of God and how I preach is, I don't really like the cherry pick scriptures, I like to read what the word says in the entirety as a whole. Now, if I were to have subjects, like, say, tithes and offerings, that would be a subject that I would go and not necessarily pick out, but uh, read out what the bible says what true ties is and what offerings is but that's another that's another show anyways here we go first john chapter 1 we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning whom we have heard and seen we saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands he is the word of life this one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was the Father, He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you that we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. All means all, there is no in between. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. And here's how. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus should. And a lot of people want to follow Jesus, you know. they. A lot of people say, well, I listen to Jesus. I follow his teachings. Are you sure you do? Do you truly follow what Jesus taught? Or do you just give him lip service? Like... For instance, when Jesus tells us to give to the poor, or if a man asks for a shirt, you give him your coat also. Do you truly listen to Jesus or not? Because that's, that's what's really going to determine if you are a follower of Jesus or not. If you actually truly hear. <laughs> Moving on, verse 7. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you, rather it is an old one that you have had from the very beginning. This old commandment, to love one another, it's the same message you heard before, yet it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you are also living it. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. If anyone claims, I am living in the light, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves another brother or sister is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. But anyone who hates another brother or sister is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you who are God's children, because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature in the faith, because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young in the faith, because you have won your battle with the evil one. I have written to you who are God's children, because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith, because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith, because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts, and you have won your battle with the evil one. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do do not have the love of the Father in you. Why? Why, John? For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. You know those people that like to boast about their things? Or... You'll have some false teachers even boast about how much money they have. Like, are you serious? You're you're really going to boast about all the money you have? Why don't you do what Jesus said and sell all your possessions and give them to the poor? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Jesus said how hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, it is... <laughs> a lot easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven don't be like those people be like jesus follow him we have his teachings we have his word we have the full complete word of god is that's amazing Where did I leave off? Uh, yeah. Okay. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming, and already... Many such antichrists have appeared. From this we know that the the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged with us. Otherwise, they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved that they did not belong with us. Now I'm going to pause right there because when John's talking about churches, he's not talking about a building. A physical man-made building no he's talking about the body of Christ which is the church a church church churches means bodies many bodies it's not a man-made building so when he says these people left our churches it means that they've looked after the things of this world But here John says in verse 20. But you are not like that. For the Holy One has given you His Spirit. Capital S. And all of you know the truth. So I am writing to you. Not because you don't know the truth. But because you know the difference between truth and lies. You know that takes a. That's a, that's a gift. To, dis- to uh, discern. Spirits yeah that is a gift to know what kind of a spirit the person is operating in that's how you righteously judge someone jesus told us not to judge by outward appearance but to judge righteously the bible also tells us to test the spirits to see whether they are from god or not do people do that hardly only those that know the truth do. They know, their, they know the authority that they have been given. <laughs> <clears throat> and who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either. But anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship we enjoy the eternal life He promised us. I am writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But if you have received the Holy Spirit, but if, (laughs) but you have received the Holy Spirit and He lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what He teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as He has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. That's important. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going to a man-made building. As long as they are truthfully preaching the word of God. And if they have been actually called by God to preach the word of God. And if they have not, then I would run away as far as possible. I, for one, have been in a false church false teachings I've heard it many years of my life over 20 years 20 plus years I've been fed lies now don't get me wrong there were some half half truths in there but just like Jesus said a little yeast that's all it takes a little false teaching here a little false teaching there and it corrupts the whole batch so take that to heart listen to jesus follow his teachings follow the teachings of his disciples his apostles in the bible read it don't just take my word for it <laughs> and now dear children remain in fellowship with christ so that when he returns you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame since we know that christ is righteous we also know that all who do what is right are God's children. See how very much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know Him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but He has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like Him For we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law, for all sin is contrary to the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins, and there is no sin in him. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of something someone said he's a very famous wealthy preacher but he's a false teacher um he said this quote one one born again man and you know who this who this false teacher was talking about he was saying jesus was born again Um, that does not say what my Bible says. No. Jesus was never born again because in order for him to become born again, he would have had to have been born as a sinner into this world as we are through Adam. But you see? These people are so sly with their words. They're not stupid. They are smart these are educated people like the pharisees but that doesn't make them right that's why jesus said for us to judge righteously and it makes sense a little yeast that's a little yeast that is preaching a different kind of jesus jesus did not have to become born again i'm sorry but i'm going to have to disagree with that guy Just, just blows my mind. <laughs> uh, let's see, where was I? Do do do. I will just start in verse four, chapter three, verse four. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law. For all sin is contrary to the law of God. And ye know that Jesus came to take away our sins, and there is no sin in him. Anyone who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil, who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning, because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning, because they are children of God. So now we can tell who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. This is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil, and his brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. If we love our Christian brothers and sisters, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. Now listen to this. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? That's a good question, John. How? How can you say that you have the love of God in you? And you you, uh, you go and pray and say, I pray that God will bless you and help you with whatever needs that you have. And this person <laughs> is struggling, but you yourself have enough to help them? I'm not saying don't go don't go bankrupt yourself to help someone. Help them. That's what we are called to do. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth so that we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and He knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that please Him. And this is His commandment. We must believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he commanded us those who obey God's commandments remain in fellowship with him and he with them and we know he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us (laughs) dear friends do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit aha See, I was just talking about this. But then there's people are saying, well, I, that's not my place to judge. And you are correct. You aren't the final judge. God is. He's the one who determines who lives and who dies. What? Yes. That is the God that we serve. He is in control. He, he did, after all, create the heavens and the earth. You, don't forget, he flooded the earth because of sin. And destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah and inflicted seven plugs upon Egypt. Why? Because he is God. He can do whatever he wants. You know, it reminds me of what what can the or what can the clay say to the potter, Why have you made me this way? That's basically saying, God, why have you made me this way? But a lot of people don't understand that about God. That's That's for another time, because sometimes you need to feed people milk, and sometimes when they grow up, you feed them meat. Dear friends, don't believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. Why John, why? You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. How are you supposed to test people? (laughs) That's probably a question a lot of people ask and the answer is here for many, for there are many false prophets in the world this is how we know if they have the spirit of god if a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that jesus christ came in the real body that person has the spirit of god but if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about jesus We know that Jesus is the Word made flesh, the Son of God. He is God. But here's the thing. When they preach on the different kind of Jesus, saying that Jesus was one born-again man, then that's a different Jesus than the one our Bibles tell us who Jesus is. That's how you know. Because even demons have spoken Jesus' name or did you not know that the Bible also tells us about Satan's ministers who appear as righteousness, as righteous ministers of righteousness? Yeah. And it also kind of goes in line with how Jesus told us that in on Judgment Day, there's going to be people saying, Lord, Lord, these people thought they knew Jesus. But you know what? Jesus does not know them. He says, who are you? I do not know you. <laughs> um, but if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into the world. And indeed is already here but you belong to God my dear children you have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit lowercase s who lives in the world those people belong to this world so they speak from the world's viewpoint and the world listens to them but we belong to God and those who know God, listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth, and check this, or the spirit of deception. Yes, there is a spirit of deception. And many mega church false teachers have this fear of deception let's not be like those people let's be like jesus jesus said if you want to follow me pick up your cross and also jesus said you are going to suffer just as i have suffered well i guess that takes out the whole positive thinking positive new thought whatever the new age christian slash new age believers believe in because you know what you are going to suffer for christ yes that's what's gonna happen it's not gonna be heaven on earth down here that's not gonna happen until jesus comes back that doesn't mean that your life is going to be miserable no far from it (laughs) dear friends let us continue to love one another for love comes from god anyone who loves is a child of god and knows god but anyone who does not love god (laughs) let me say that again but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him this is real love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and His love is brought to full expression in us, and God has given us His Spirit as proof that we live in Him and He in us. Furthermore. We have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. All who confess that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in His love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God. And God lives in them and as we live in God our love grows more perfect so we will not be afraid on the day of judgment but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world live like Jesus in this world so you know when Jesus says turn the other cheek when someone, you know, slaps you or punches you on one side, he says, offer the other one also. Not many people are going to do that. It's going to test them. <laughs> not many people will par- probably like being punched or hit or cussed at, but you know what? If you want to be a true follower of Jesus, you offer that other side. Well, that's just being a pushover. Uh, no, it's not. You're actually showing them Jesus. Just like how he said for us to follow him. Literally follow him. Don't just act like it. Do it. Verse 18. Such love has no fear. Because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid... It is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love. We love each other because He loved us first. If someone says, I love God, that hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command those who love God must also love their Christian brothers and sisters <laughs> uh, Chapter five. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves and everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know that we love God's children if we love God and obey His commandments. Loving God means keeping His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus, Christ w- and Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by His baptism in water and by shedding His blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. That's interesting because Jesus was baptized in water and His blood was shed to cleanse us of all of our sins. Another interesting fact is when the Roman pierced his side, blood and water came out. Praise God for his son. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses. The Spirit the water and the blood, and all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God, and God has testified about His Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about His Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. I've written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make a request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Now I'm going to pause right there because yes, we can ask God and he will give us the things that we need. But the thing is, is God knows all the hearts of those who ask either truthfully or for selfish reasons. God knows your heart. So even Even though God is a gracious and merciful father, he will give us what we ask, does not mean that he is some genie in the lamp that you rub and you make a wish and it happens. That's not the way it works. So if that's what you think that God's going to be like, um, no. (laughs) If you see a christian brother or sister uh, sinning in a way that does not lead to death you should pray and god will give that person life but there is a sin that leads to death and i am not saying you should pray for those who commit it all wicked actions are sin but not every sin leads to death we know that god's children do not make a practice of sinning for god's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. The world around us is controlled by who? The evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God and he is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. And that's a good place to to leave on today away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts and that's that's how I that's how I read the Bible that's how I read it I don't I don't really like to jump around from here and there and sometimes I do sometimes I do not but mainly I just read it straight straight on and put in some truth nuggets here and there about what is being spoken about so I hope you guys are blessed and I know some of you are blessed (laughs) because all of God's children are I also pray that God will fill your minds and your hearts with his love and that his love will penetrate Deep into your spirits and shine a light in this dark world. All glory and praise be unto our Father God. Amen.